the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 31st of January, 2018, and the hour is at the top of the hour, 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60, maybe 90 minutes. And My co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the U.K. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Today we're going to be talking about the, abu- uh, the abundance, abundance and the laws of attraction, and of course, always in action. If you're actually new to the show, this show, and I haven't said this for ages, you know, the other day I was listening to something, but this show is about me, it's about you, and it's about you. Oh, yeah. It's wow. about all of us. <laughs> I, I haven't said it for ages. Yeah, it's yeah. about all of us having having a, a greater understanding of the power, the conscious power choice has in our lives, especially when we use it consciously. And also the fact that the law of choice, because this show is about choice, it's about the universal laws, plural, of attraction, and it's about utilizing the power of your conscious choice to actually create the life that you say that you want to live. Now, my opening statement for years had been like that, and then I, I just stopped saying it. I don't know. And the other day, I was actually, I said listening, but I was looking at something. I was like, oh, I used to say that. That was my little, my little gizmo intro, mm-hmm. my intro mm-hmm. gizmo, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't but, know. Um, I, I mean, Sorry, it's only when you started saying it that I thought, oh, yeah, you haven't said that in, I don't know, years maybe. Or maybe this year. Exactly. No, it wasn't. No, no. Not this year. Last no, year. It no, last it's been years. It wasn't okay. last year okay. either. It wasn't the year okay. before. I think, okay. it, I think it was maybe about four years ago. Mm. It's been that long. Okay. Okay. You know, I wonder so how absolutely amazed. I wonder how come that changed and neither of us noticed. Because you, you're always talking. So, I, I just... <laughs> was the music too loud for you, love, in the beginning? Yeah? Was too loud? Is that because is that you turned your microphone up because you had to check your lug holes to make sure <laughs> make sure your things were in? Yeah? Everything was, was that working. What ha- was that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did, how did okay. you know? I don't know. It's how just a random know? guess. You know how, how it is. How do you know, darling? How do you know? <laughs> It was a random. It was random, was it? It was random. <laughs> but no, no, I haven't done that for a long time. But anyway, guys, that that being said, how are you doing, Liz? Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Liz. Yes, it's been yeah. up. Oh, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Yes, yes, darling, I can hear okay. you. Okay. I can hear you, babe. <laughs> I'm going to do a mum on you, you know. Um, yeah, it's been an eventful 
interesting week. Um, yeah, some things that have happened that were just a little bizarre. Um, so, yeah, it's been interesting. Um, more details? Not really, no. Yeah, I hear you, darling. That some some things are really best left unsaid on the airways and stuff like that, you know. So mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, how are you? outside, outside, uh, not too bad, Liv. Not, not, okay. not too bad at all. Um, not, not too bad at all, Liv. All said and done, it could be well worse. And mm. actually, in speaking to, I don't remember who I was talking to, but part of the conversation was literally this: you always know how good you had it when things actually are worse Mm -hmm. you know and I was talking to somebody and that was that was that was the thing and I thought to myself yeah that's really true in it you know Mm -hmm. when it when it gets worse and hence the it could always be worse but you never ever kind of feel that until you are actually in the the worst part (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean there are no because I mean there are any there there are quite a few sayings like the grass is greener. You think the grass is greener on the other side, but it actually turns out t- turns out to be just, just the same. Yeah, or or worse. Um, yeah, and I think that the, you don't know how it's you don't know how good it is until it's gone or something. Like, I think that's a song. Yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you don't know how good it is until it's gone. Mm. You know, it was really good, and now it's gone. And now it's not so good mm. anymore. Mm. But mm. wait until whatever comes behind that, and you'll think that this is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because you hear people oh, say that just keeps this keeps happening, that keeps happening, and this happened, and it couldn't get any worse, and then this happened. So yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. a possibility. And it can, it does. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's life, 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 life. Yeah. But no, darling. All in all. Um, uh, not bad, not bad, Liv, um, moving along, uh, making, as you know, making uh, changes and, and serious changes and serious inroads. And um, as as I'm making these changes and inroads, it appears that things need to come up and out and, yeah. you know, it, uh, I'm like, wow, like, really? Really? Shit, really? <laughs> I really dang okay all right I'm rolling with it because I'm I'm asking I'm steadily asking and Mm -hmm. I mean I know I'm going to say this later on in the show but I I am steadily asking I'm steadily not only asking let me when I say asking what I mean is I am laying claim to and utilizing the universal laws of attraction to lay claim to the things that I want. And I'm always saying this to, you know, people, I say this on the radio show, and I have to remind myself constantly, I have to remind myself constantly, right, Wendy, 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 you know, you've asked, you've literally asked for this, you are prepared for it. However, it's really important to understand how it is disseminated to you. And you can say, you know, I, I, I need some cushion and pad in here. I don't, please don't beat me down with this. But that being said, um, it's not all warm and fuzzy. 
You know, it, 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 it doesn't all come, you know, in a beautiful box with a bow and that. Sometimes it, it, it comes to you, especially if you're wanting whatever you're wanting, and you really can have it now, but now constitutes that the universal law, the universal creator, how, whatever, whatever term you want to use, God, you know, Christ, Buddha, Muhammad, whatever term you want to use, will move people, places, and things for you to get what you want. And in doing that, it doesn't mean that you don't have to go up the rough side of the mountain. And so I have to constantly be telling myself, especially since the beginning of the year, do you know, Liv, it all kicked off with the, with the, um, with the fire, you know, when, when okay, we were on, yeah, on yeah. vacation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it, all kicked, it all kicked off with the fire. And I take that back. It kicked off before then because the fire alarm in the house went off. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, I've, uh, you know, you, I'm asking for stuff. And not only that, being who I am, and I, I own this about who I am, I'm definitely a type personality and like to be in control. And so, therefore, I need to know. Is this the right direction? I need you to show me. And they're like, okay, all right. So we'll wake you up in the early morning and, you know, give you a nice little fire drill and get you outside. And is this enough for you to know that you are on the right track? Well, yes, but there's no need to be like that about it. I have feelings, <laughs> you know. So... So no, it's been really. It's it's just been, as you say, Liv. It, it, it's like the, the the uh, the wow, the wow factor. Mm-hmm. And then as we are talking about decoding, I think this year is a decoding year. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we're talking about decoding, it's then the wow factor. And after the oh my god, it's like mm-hmm. okay, what what is this really showing me? Because. Yeah as we've been saying since the beginning of this year, or, you know, since whatever the first show, the 10th, we've been saying steadily, it's, it's all about figuring out what, what, what has happened, what that means to you, and better yet, what it means for you as you move forward in your life. You know, so it's, um, so yeah, all in all, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. good. It's good. It's good. But anyway, guys, we're talking today about the. uh, uh, I keep saying the because it's the the actual universal law of abundance, but I didn't phrase it that way. We're talking about abundance and the law and the law of attraction, and it's not the the laws because usually I'm with the plural, the laws. But we're literally talking about the universal law of attraction, which actually is part of. The laws, plural, of attraction. A lot of people think it's just the universal law of attraction, but it's not. It's the universal laws of attraction. And the universal law, the law or attraction, makes up that process. So the law of attraction is magnetic, is a magnetic force of intention which is made up of many, 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 many laws. The law of abundance invokes plenteous in extreme, a lot of stuff in the extreme. Oh, should I say it invokes the extreme? So if it's plenty, plenty of money, abundance, plenty of money in the extreme, or what will be considered to be extreme for you, 
So how do you attract into your life money, health, wealth, relationships, fame, fortune, you know, the house, the, the, the whatever it is, the things that you are wanting, fill in the blank. How do you attract this into your life? Now, part one of the process involves having a clear understanding of the laws and how to use them. And part two is understanding how to hold space so that which you desire can come into form. What I need to say here, because I, I'm really guilty of doing what I complain um, many sort of authors and, and speakers do, they, they have this thing where it's like a foregone conclusion that you understand that the first thing you need to do is make a choice. And so let me just say that for the record. The first thing that you need to do is to actually make a choice as to what it is that you want. And, and not a wishy-washy choice. Guys, I'm talking about, that's it, I want this. Lock, stock and barrel, I don't care. That's what I want. That right there, that's it. That's mine, I want it. And it's really important that you are that clear, that concise, and that you have that type of mm, emotional attachment to it. You're engaged, actually you're married to it. You can feel it, you're claiming it, and there is nothing that can come along and tell you otherwise. That is when you actually start the process of consciously manifesting what you want and consciously manifesting what you want in such a way that you're going to get it. Once again, it doesn't mean that you might not be dragged through the hedge back way. Hopefully not, but it doesn't always mean that. So, as I said, part two is about holding the space, and we've, sports, we've spoken about the universal law of space, but it's about holding the space so that the, that desire can come into form. And that's one of the things that we'll, we'll get to, and I need to jot that down as a bullet point, you know, because I didn't do the holding space. Right. Every single law that is established or laws that you make, and believe me, guys, it's really important to understand that the universal laws or the laws that you make are, are um, guidelines, are guidelines which will be adhered to by you, okay? So the laws that you make are guidelines that will be adhered to by you because you've made them through your thoughts, your words, your actions, your deeds. So Liz, did that make sense? Just make sure I'm... I'm not yeah, talking. yeah. The, the, the only thing I would say is that um, a lot of people think, oh, well, the universal laws are the universal laws, and that's all there is. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there is. But you can use them. Uh, a term we've used before is you can make your your own recipe. So you can draw from the law of abundance, the law of um, clarity. You know, you can draw from lots of different ones, and you actually make your own amalgamation of a law which is personally tailored, mm -hmm. yeah, tailored to you. And it's what you believe it to be. And because it's made up of the fundamental laws, it holds as much power as using one of the fundamental exactly. laws. Exactly. Um, you know, just, just, just because you, you um, in a recipe, a cake recipe, you, you, you use eggs and you use flour, you use butter, and you, you mix them all together and, you, you know, you get a pound cake or what have you, doesn't mean that they aren't as powerful as when they stand by themselves. So as Olivia was saying, you know, they, they, it, it's a, an amalgamation of 
different laws to get to your clarity, to, 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 get, to get to your knowing, to get to your belief um, as to how you view abundance. So it's really important that, yes, you have the universal laws. That being said, you make laws and invoke laws through your thoughts, words, actions, and deeds. It's also important to understand that the energy that you use to invoke laws and make laws is your spiritual currency. Your spiritual currency. Spiritual currency is infinite. There is absolutely no cap on it. There is no running out. There is no shortage. There can never be a run on your part of your spiritual bank Never, absolutely never, you get to spend as much of this currency, this spiritual currency, as you want. And you get, get to spend it in the way that you want, in the way in which you want to do it, so that you can hopefully get a return on your investment. So your spiritual currency is there for you to invest in. It's there. When you spend it, you're spending it with an investment in mind. So it's there so that you can invest. And as we've said before on other shows, people don't invest without having thoughts of a specific return on that investment. So understand that your that the universal laws, and I'm talking the laws plural, whether we're talking about the law of secrecy, silence, patience, the law of polar opposites or polarity is what it is, the law of polarity, the law of um, abundance, it doesn't matter. You need to understand that you are using your spiritual currency to invoke, to switch on, to uh, begin the process of direction of these laws. You know, when I was actually thinking about thinking about this show, right, and I was jotting down some notes and that, and I thought to myself, it's really a little ironic, or I found it ironic, that um, spiritual currency, in a broad sense, has some similarities to bitcoins. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they're both they're both sort of intangible. You can't actually see either or. Yet, you can use both Bitcoin, which, which are, are digital, it's digital or cyber money. So you can use uh, both spiritual currency and Bitcoin to purchase the things that you desire. And in fact, Bitcoins and um, spiritual currency, they're frequencies, or better yet, they're just energy. Because once again, with Bitcoins, which they're truly trying to push, with Bitcoins, it's just energy. And both have powerful energy because when you consciously spend them or when consciously spent and or invested, it will give you, hopefully, a return on your investment. But I thought that was really ironic. You know, I was sitting here, I was thinking spiritual currency, and it just hit me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a bit like Bitcoin because mm. they're not a tangible thing. Mm. They're absolutely not a tangible thing. Mm. So, and anyway, also, that, sorry, that sorry, a, a, 
Can I also say about that? Um, it's the other the other link, the other correlation is that the let's just call on the ruling bodies or the governmental forces. Um, they don't actually recognise, or they recognise the um, danger in having a system like that. And when you think about like say like because most things have to be correlated by science before they come into you know they have to have the facts and figures and you know uh, all, all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. before they sort of like um are you know for, for public consumption it's yes, kind of, of like course, the same thing course, yeah. you know whereas you know it's like so so therefore like scientists someone who's I would um and I'm using the term broadly um because obviously not everyone is the same but you know you'd have a science the science the scientists uh, and they don't believe in spirituality um but they that as i said they they hold the trump cards so it is very similar you know in that you know you have the two opposing forces mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know when you actually speak about um the scientific realm when when you think about I don't know, the, the Einstein's Uncle Al and, you know, Nicholas Uncle Nick, Nicholas Tesla and um, Scott and all, all these, you know, all, uh, all these, uh, Darwin, no, yeah, Darwin, well, even, even Darwin, um, Isaac Newton and all these guys, you know, Liv, they all used what um, some people like to call the theatre of their mind. They all used their imagination. Mm-hmm. They all mm-hmm. are. Um, they all ask the question to the higher self, if you feel mm-hmm. more comfortable with that, to God, if you feel comfortable, Buddha, Muhammad, but, you know, universal source, you know, great spirit, what, whatever, whatever makes you feel good. They all would ask the question. When they got stuck, they would ask the question. What next? What, what have I missed? What, what do I need to do next so that I can take this to fruition they would ask the question many of them were very to me very very spiritual men not religious they were very very spiritual and not only that Liz for me they were very forward thinking in Mm -hmm. how they utilize the universal laws plural guys of attraction Mm -hmm. they were very forward thinking I, I don't know I don't know if that was a conscious thing they did but they were definitely in tune um and in flow with their universal the universe the we're going family style deal because I want a bite of your Big Mac and I need some of your quarter pounds I'll try your filet of fish there's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's order any two classics for just six bucks price of participation may vary single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer and it was also specifically tailored to them because they did what they did and no one else did it and that's another good point about actually Having, creating your own universal laws. Um, you know, there you go. You can, and if, if you if you can read through, you know, the universal laws and see which ones you kind of like put together that influenced any any given situation that you have already been through, and then you give it a name, mm-hmm. and it becomes a power base for you to call upon whenever you're sort of like faced with that situation again, or, I mean, and the, 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 the more power bases you have, the easier it is. And, and the thing is, it's in your conscious mind. Because a lot of times we do it subconsciously, yeah. but you bring it to your conscious mind. It's empowering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Very. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
Abundance. Abundance invokes extremes in any circumstances, guys. So understand me. Abundance, you know, extremes in any circumstances. This is what abundance is. So abundance doesn't care. That's the other thing. Oh, let me just mark this. this. um, Abundance doesn't care like any other law. Abundance doesn't care. You know, the, the universal law of love, we put our emotions on what that should be. You could love to hate, and the universal law doesn't care what the end bit is. You know, like the hate. The universal law cares about love and that desire you have. Now, what you love to do or what you attach that to, that's yours. That's your divine right to do. That's yours by divine right because you have the one thing here going for you, the power of choice. So when I say abundance invokes extremes in any circumstance, you can be abundantly poor. You can be abundantly rich. You can be abundantly happy or you can be abundantly unhappy. Abundance doesn't care. It will do its thing. You know, it's like yeast when you're making bread. For the most part, and please don't email me with this, okay? For the most part, it doesn't kind of care what flour you use. It just cares that the, 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 um, what is it, lifts? What's in there? Bacteria or something? Um, Whatever's in the yeast that makes it grow. Um, It just cares that it's alive. And And that's it. So hear me clearly, abundance invokes extremes in any circumstances. Now, it's, sorry, when, sorry, can I just say, it, sorry, can I just say, it doesn't matter what, say like you said, it doesn't matter what flower you use, but the flower that you use will determine how your bread or rolls or whatever it is comes out. Well, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Choices. You know, it, it's, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Choices. Um, what, what is it? Okay, yeah, we've spoken about this in previous shows. You know, um, when people when people tend to, and we've done this in a previous show about abundance, actually. So when people when people tend to speak in terms of abundance, it's usually so associated with money, riches, wealth, you know, that sort of thing. And as I've just said, what people don't actually realize is. You can be abundantly poor, abundantly lonely, abundantly ill, abundantly negative. You name it, you can have it in abundance. So, guys, again, moving forward, what I want you to understand here is that abundance, the universal law of abundance, its role is to invoke in the extreme. Now, Where you may find that universal laws don't work for you, well, let me let me let me back up. Let me just talk about space first. Um, I think it was last year or the year before last. We did a show on um, the universal law of space, 
And no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. This is a universal law. It's science has proved it, yada, yada, yada. And even if it didn't, it's a universal law. Two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. So in part two, as I said, part two was holding the space so that what you desire can come into form. And what I mean by this is creating a space and holding that space so that the thing that you want, the thing that you say that you desire, has somewhere to go. It has somewhere to go. It has to have somewhere to go. Otherwise, it's like, you know, uh, um, I don't know, like like a, 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 a rocket ship or you know, one of them things that they've got out there floating around in space and it will just keep floating and floating because it doesn't have anywhere to go. And truthfully, you hold that space with the intention and with the desire and the knowing and the understanding that the thing that you want is already there. Form of visualization. But this is how you hold the space. Literally, when you say you're going to hold space for somebody, it's really important that you see and to ask them exactly what it is that they want so you can make sure that space is filled with exactly that. Liz, am I, am I making sense? Yeah, perfectly. Perfectly. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, there's not much more I can say than that. You know, um, if you... Okay. Well, I mean, one of the first things is, you know, do they want you to hold the space for them. I think that's imperative. And that's exactly right. You can want whatever you want for someone. If they don't want it, then, you know, you're actually it's putting your, your, your resources into something that, you know, you're kind of like flogging a dead horse. Exactly. So, so and that's really important, you know, because uh, yesterday when I was talking to, to the ladies at Shade Tree, you know, um, a, a young lady um, came, came up to me and was talking and definitely from a um, a religious background she was saying she was saying you know that whatever was going on for her lives and I said to her she was asking God you know why this has happened and Liz, you know what I'm like? I looked at her and I, I said to her, you're going to tell me you don't know why this has happened or what, what might have been a spinner? And so she said, well, yes. I said, well, what, what more do you need to know? Well, of course, she wants people to get their just desserts. And I said to her, you can spend your time and your energy, you really can spend your time and energy on that happening. I said to her, but what do you want to happen? And, of course, she said that again. And then I said, okay, so that's happened, and then what? And so then she said what she really wants is she wants to get her girls back. She wants to get her girls back. And so I said to her, wouldn't it be more beneficial to focus on that? And then, of course, she caught a little attitude. Well, I am focused on that. And so I was like, okay. I said to her, then it doesn't matter about what has gone before. What matters is ultimately what you want. 
And if you want your girls, truly what you want, paint me a picture of what you see. Where are you living? What does it, they, have they got their own rooms? What the blah, 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 blah. She started painting the picture and then she started crying. So I said to her, don't, don't waste your time on that. And so she said, well, you know, she had people in her prayer circle doing this. And I said, and this is where I'm going with this, Liz, long story short. And um, so I said to her, look, you need to understand that the power of prayer isn't about people praying that this pain is lifted from you and that you're, you're held up and you're, you're, you're held up and you're strong and that you will see your way through and this. I said, that's not prayer. I said, if you read the word, which based on how you came to me, I'm assuming you do, you will have read that it says you must pray from the end and you must pray believing that you have received. And in order to do that, you need to know what you want. Girl, she started bawling really hard. I said, and I said, yes. I said, yes, I can see, I can see you understand me. So the people you have praying for you, they actually need to know what it is that you want and the way in which you wish them to pray for you. So I'll wrap mm-hmm. this up by saying, as you said, Olivia, <clears throat> Not everybody can hold space for you. Not everybody. And they need to know what you want. And even then, you need to feel secure in the knowledge that this person can literally put aside that which they may want for you, but focus with intention and attention on the thing that you said that you wanted. One of the things about that, Wendy... Yeah, one of the things about that, Wendy, you know, you said about the press, the press, her press circle. Um, mm-hmm. on, okay, they're giving the energy, but she's the person mm-hmm. who gets to use the energy. Who can use it. On the yeah. prayer. So they, give, yeah. they were giving her, they were trying to give her what she wanted. But before she spoke to you, what she actually wanted was she wanted to be angry. She wanted to have angst and she wanted revenge. Yeah. So she was just getting more. Yeah. And more and more and more exactly, of that. Exactly, Olivia. Exactly. It, it, you know, it, exactly. it's, so imper- it's so imperative how we look at things. I mean, if we want to achieve what it is that we want to achieve, it's imperative that, you know, how we look at things. It really, really is. It, it's the be all and end all, you know, um, without sort of like thinking about uh, spontaneous reactions or emotions or um, the internal dialogues that we have, you know, we can just be spinning our wheels because mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is, we're using the energy that is specifically for what it is that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. We're using it for something exactly, else. Exactly, Exactly. Uh, because that's, that's where I was going before I, before, you know, I started talking about, you know, yesterday, et cetera, et cetera is that many people will say that the universal law of attraction, because most people don't say the laws, they'll say that universal law of attraction doesn't work. And, well, it's obvious if it's not working, and it's obvious because you're not getting what you want. But the reality is, as you have just said, Olivia, you are getting exactly what you are asking for. And many people find that, including myself sometimes, you know, that's a big ass horse pill to swallow. You know, it, it may it, it it may appear 
that I haven't done anything to ask for this. But in reality, unless I have, in some shape or form, it cannot happen to me. It cannot happen to me. Negativity, in whatever form you want to call it, negativity can only enter into your life if you open that door. Now, many people will say, but I this and that. Yeah, but didn't I hear you say how much you hate? I don't know. Didn't I hear you talking about um, Sister Mary Margaret? I'm talking about her bad. You know, you have opened the door by that action for a reaction to come into your life. This is why, guys, I say to you, it's so important that you be vigilant, not only about the words that come out of your mouth, but what you do with the thought forms that spring mm. into your mm. head. And I'm a believer that you can't, you can't control that. Okay, you can't. What you can control is how you respond and how you react to those thought forms. Yeah. Mm. It's like yeah, your because emotions. I, what, because what I what I had written down is because you were talking about um, uh, opening the door, and we can open the door. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm trying to read my writing. We. We open the door not by what we say or do, but how we feel about what we say and uh-huh. do. So she could talk about anyone right. however she likes. It doesn't really matter. And and you know, you know, she can enjoy the conversation. But when she goes home or when she's driving along in her car, the thoughts she has about what she has said, that's that, that that's the problem. And not only is it the problem, because exactly. whoever she's talking about is a mirror of who she is. So when, she, when, she, when she's Lisa. looking at them, she's coming face to face with her own reality, with, with her own self. Yes. So therefore, yes. what, 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 in, in that respect, whatever she's trying to achieve, it just once again, it's going around, it's, it's a vicious circle. You know, it's, it's not going anywhere. As you say, you know, there's no space for something else to come in. And then we, and the more and the more we fill our our spaces with um space with yeah <laughs> with um things that you know judgments of other people i mean it's hard to do i mean i judge all the time i'm not saying you know it, it i i find it hard to <laughs> hard to do um but the more we fill that and then feel bad about it um is the more we see it's the more we actually see showing our, up in our own life. deficits. Yeah, it's our own deficit. Yes. And yeah, it shows up in our life because that's what we're actually bringing into our life. We're calling it to us. Yeah. And, you know, again, many, many, people, many people find that very, very difficult to believe. I mean, you know, I'll never forget um, when Tony, my man, Tony Altman, I actually miss Tony, you know, um, he said to me, something he said to me, we were at the store, and he said to me, well, you know, Wendy, it's a mirror image of how you're, of, of, of how you're behaving. <laughs> it's mirror, you it's mirroring you. <laughs> Olivia, I was beyond, I was vexed, girl. If I had a lightning rod, 
Ada, right, right there. <laughs> Olivia, I was vexed. And for the longest while, people would say that phrase to me. And I'm mm. like, look, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's not me. Shut the beep up. <laughs> and then, you know, as you, as you grow, you know, you know, you learn, you grow, you know. And then I realized, you know, I, I realized that my life, my external life, was and is mirror imaging my internal life. My actual true reality is being externalized on this screen of space that is playing a movie to me, which is my life, or movie for me, which is my life. I know, again, from, from personal experience, many people find that very, very difficult to believe. But I am the script writer of my life. I am, because I want to do something call, called, um, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it. But uh, I, I'm the script writer of my life. Nobody but me. I star in it. I film it. I edit it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, um, who used to do this a lot? Um, who you call this? His brother died the other day. His brother's name is Charlie. Um, black comedian, married to an English chick. Don't know. Oh, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. Name right. He did Police Academy. Okay, I don't know. Oh, and now this is gonna bug me. His name's gone right out my head. Um, sorry guys, I've got to do this. Police Academy cast. And actually, All right, while you're guys, doing that, while, while you're actually doing that, um necessarily uh gosh not necessarily um yeah in in the mirror thing okay um now no. what that per- what that person is doing is not ne- they're not necessarily doing what you're doing that's not the mirror okay but mm-hmm. if you actually decipher the exact word oh. that describes mm-hmm. what they're doing that's the message you'll find yeah. that's the mirror that's the mirror. So someone is sort of like um, uh, being obnoxious. It, is they like um, kicking stuff over and chucking stuff around? It's that's not you. That's them doing that. But the word mm-hmm. that I would use is they're being obnoxious, and obnoxious. that would be my that would be my mirror. My, that will exactly be exactly the truth. Exactly, exactly. Because people people would say to me, people would say stuff, and I'm like, well, I'm not Charles Manson. There's nothing about him that mirror images. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, the late, just recently late Charles Manson wanted to have complete and utter control over his life. And I want control over my life. He went to extremes to do this. But that's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. He didn't even want to be heard. He just wanted control. Actually, uh, uh, that 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 aside, he was actually quite a brilliant man, you know. Mm. Um, you know, his his um, parchment for controlling people and you know, killing and all this. He was actually quite a very learned man. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but one of the things. Sorry, sorry, Wins. Sorry, sorry, Wins. Um, uh, so, like, to decode on that, like, 
just um, um, Manson, right? Okay, when you think mm-hmm. about um, not necessarily the control, actually the control and the murder, um, you think, um, yeah, it, it's like what he's doing because whoever he's doing it to or whatever he was doing for doing it, doing it to, um, it mattered that they mattered to him. So the the message in that mm-hmm. is like, well, what you'd be doing is you're actually killing or thwarting what matters to you, mm-hmm. what you're trying to manifest. And to that, yes. yeah, that would be the correlation. Not that you are a murderer, not that you are, you know, a control freak or, you know, a, psychopath or whatever mm-hmm. it is the message would be that um what you you need to look at how you are trying to manifest because there's something in what yes. you're doing that is killing or thwarting your um ability your progress. to get yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and you see guys this this is the thing about uh, as olivia just said this is the thing about decoding what's going on in your life it's it's truly to be absent the judge and the emotion but to look at it from a different perspective. And you get to do that. You, you literally get to do that. You can ask yourself, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for me? And some of the things that have happened, you know, over the world, whether it's a tsunami, whether it's an earthquake, you know, whatever it is, mass shooting, what does this mean for me? Because in there, is a message for you that has been created by you. Mm-hmm. Understanding how to use the laws, and really, I really do mean understanding how to use the laws, is taking you and your newfound knowledge to the next level. So you understanding how to use the literal laws of attraction will take you to your next level of evolution. The laws don't and won't work if you don't use them. The laws don't and won't work if you don't use them in the right way. The laws won't work if you don't use them in the right way. And guys, hear me. If you don't use the law in the right way, guess what? You've broken the law. That doesn't mean to say the actual universal law is broken. What happens when, when, you, when, you, when you break a law, whether it be man's law or God's law, the universal law or natural law, what happens is you don't get the reaction that you want. In fact, it sets off another set of energetic frequencies or another set of energetic pathways, which happen to be a consequence, it, 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 it sets off another set of pathways or consequences that you get to pay for. Mm. And you pay for this with your spiritual currency. So using the laws and using them correctly, it behooves you. Because at the end of the day, your life is compelling you, compelling you to go in a certain direction. It's almost like, like, a, like a compass, and you're set on course. And yes, you can travel over here and travel over there. You know, it's like if you do a cruise, and you're cruising the, the entire world, and you start off 
in Australia and, you know, you go to Singapore, then you go to Bali and then you decide you're going to go to Australia and then you come around by the Cape and then you go to South Africa and blah, 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 blah. And you travel all the way around Europe, all the way around until you get back to where it is that you wanted to be. And that was starting on the other side of the Australian continent. You can do so many things, but you're on course. You know, I saw this thing yesterday. Actually, let me, let me, I'm going to extend the show this uh, slightly. Um, all right. There, there was, there was something, um, oh, I wonder if I could find it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, on, on uh, Steve's page. And it was talking about somebody saying that, you know, People are always saying that you know you've got you've got one one purpose and you should you know you you know you should you should try to find your purpose and yada yada this and yada yada that and but not everybody's that way. There are people who they like to do lots of things and they they they'll hit an experience or they'll they'll learn to play the piano and they'll give it all and once they've learned to do the piano they've moved on and they 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 learn to to bake bread and they give it their Oh, and then they're moving on, blah, 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 blah. And um, uh, the person was saying, I can't remember, I couldn't tell if it was up or ago, you know, but the, the person was saying that um, they, they didn't know, no, that they thought it was wrong, basically, that people were told, you know, yeah, if you play the piano, you're meant to be, um, and I'm paraphrasing here because she didn't use the piano, but you're meant to be, you know, the world's greatest pianist and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, if you flitter from thing to thing or you experience, wrong term, guys, if you experience thing to thing, how do you know that's not your purpose in life? Mm. Who said that's not your purpose in life? Who said that is not your purpose to experience whatever it is that you choose to experience in its fullest form? Who, who said, oh, you're saying that you had that experience or somebody told you that about you. But that doesn't mean that you're not fulfilling your potential. And who's that just, you've touched every... Go ahead, love. Go on, Wins. <laughs> I was going to say... No, it's and not to say that you're not... Who... <laughs> Stop it. Speak, Olivia. And and who's to say whatever you're doing, whatever you're flitting to, that one, you must be making an impact on people around you. And as Wendy said, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. But also upon that upon that journey, you are evolving, particularly if you're doing what you want to do. So many of us don't do what it is that we want to do. Um, If you're doing what you want to do, I would say you're more in tune they would be more in tune with sort of like how they feel, you know, yeah, I want to do this. No, I don't want to do that mm-hmm. anymore. I'm going to do this now. Um, and th- that is, that is going to actually, f- f- from my perspective, I would say evolve, they evolve faster because they're actually not holding themselves back. They're not putting blocks in the way that, and, and most of the blocks we have are social blocks. You know, we can't do this. You know, you go yeah. down this road, there's a block that way. Oh no, because I'm not supposed to do this. Let me go back and let me take the left-hand turn, you know, and we come up so if someone's actually that fluid in their life that they'll flit it's measurably 
the best thing they can do for themselves because it's taken them to wherever exactly. it is they need to be. And no one should actually divert. No one that you should never allow someone to divert you from what it is that you feel you need to be doing, regardless of what they say, because they're not actually writing your book, your life book. You exactly. are. They're writing exactly. your life book. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you might be a paragraph in their book. You, you, you allow them to tell you how to live your life. They're going to use you and, be, and you'll become a chapter in their book and they would have moved on and done whatever it is that they're doing. Well, if, if, you, if, the, so if, you're means, do, if you're doing what they say you should do, then they're not using you. You're actually allowing them to use you. Allowing them yeah. to use you. And that's exactly mm. right. That's exactly right. So anyway, guys, as I was saying, it's really important to understand that the laws, the laws won't and don't work if you don't use them. Well, they do. No, I'll, I'll, I'll use it this way. I won't expand on that. The laws don't and won't work if you don't use them correctly. Okay? If you break a law, something happens. And if you don't use the law correctly, the universal laws, this is what I'm talking about, something happens. And in life, it's action, reaction, choice, and action. You, 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 sorry, reaction. You make a choice. And when you make a choice, there is a consequence. And consequence doesn't have to be bad. You know, when people use the word consequence, it's, it's like, oh, you know, you got your just dessert or something. No, there's a consequence. It's action and reaction. It's choice and consequence. And I, so um, it's really important. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like fleeting, finding a little gap in a precipice or something with you. Um, one of the things I was going to say was I beg to differ. I think, I think the laws always work. Um, it's just, but they'll work in the way that you say they should work, I believe. So, so like, say like, if so, if you are, um, uh, so like, you don't like your job, you know, um, mm-hmm. you say you hate your job. The universal laws mm-hmm. will actually give you what you want, so they'll give you more to hate. Okay, they'll give you mm-hmm. um, things. Mm-hmm. It will leach out into your life, into the rest of the areas of your life. Um, so I, I think they they always work. It's just whether we're conscious of how they are working. It, you know, like a lot of people say, as you said before, the um, the uh, law of attraction it doesn't work. But then if you've gone into it thinking that, or, or you've decided that. It, it doesn't work then you're going to get more of that you, the result it actually does work because if it's not working for you and you've said it doesn't work the universal law has worked because it's showing you that it doesn't work and that is what you asked for so i beg to differ because i think they always work well yeah Liz, uh, which is why i sort of said well i won't go go down okay that's the right. road that All you right. just went Okay. All right. Okay. Because they do they, they, they can only work because that's what yeah. they that's what they do. That's yeah. that, that's yeah. literally what they do. And as as you said rightly, they do what you want them to do, which is why I say the laws are malleable, yada yada mm-hmm. yada yada, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. 
But for the sake of this particular argument, what I was truly trying to illustrate is that, well, anyway, you said it, you, you won't get the action that you want if you take a specific, uh, sorry, reaction that you want if you don't take a specific action. If you don't use the laws, um, if you don't use the laws with your intention to get what you want, chances are you won't. That being said, that being said, if you are doing, okay, all right, you want love and happiness in your life, okay? You want this in your life, you want an intimate relationship, and you want love and happiness in your life. However, you are, mm, the, the actual universal law of forgiveness is something that you aren't actually actively and consciously utilizing to its fullest potential so that you can forgive self and others. And so therefore, what happens is the law is going to give you what you do or what, what, what you're wanting. And if you are not, utilize this law so it can free up energy, so the universal law of love can, can move smoothly without having to try to get over these hurdles, you're going to forever find yourself in, a, in relationships where the, the, the unforgiveness is your, um, is your foundation. And this is what I mean by you have to be very vigilant about what you're doing. Your job is to really do you. Your job is to be as conscious, as they say in the West Indies, uh, to be as conscious, a conscious woman, a conscious man as possible. You see, because you're doing this stuff over here and you're wanting this to manifest over here and you get this pull and flow and this and that and it seems like it, but you keep hitting this hurdle and that hurdle, there's something that you are not doing. And there's an infraction in one of the laws that you are using, whether this is the using or subconsciously using. It doesn't, see, the law doesn't care whether you use it consciously or subconsciously. The law's going to do what it is designed to do. And that is to manifest for you. And as I said, I think I said earlier, good or bad, it doesn't matter. I was talking about abundance. The laws, the laws, period, across the board, they don't care. Good, bad, what they care about is what you attach to it. So, yes, Liz, the law, it, it's always working, guys. Always working. Having a clearer understanding of the fact that the laws are always working. And as you said, Livia, you know, they, they're giving you what you want. If you don't believe in the law of attraction working, it's not going to work for you. If you believe it's going to work for you, it's going to work for you. Yeah, but this the thing is the nature is, of the law. If you don't believe it's going to work for you, then it's, if it doesn't work for you, it's showing you that the law, the law of attraction works. Exactly. Attraction, yes. And, and, and Olivia, this is exactly it. Because the laws always work. They cannot do anything but work. It's like oxygen will always be oxygen. It cannot be any other way. 
Now, what we do with it is a whole different ball game, but it cannot be any other way. But it shows it shows you. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> no, I do. No, I agree. Um, let's see. I spoke about the, the holding of space. I want to talk about the laws of attraction, the law of attraction itself. Okay. And I think that's actually, yeah, I've got 29 minutes. Um, I want to talk about the actual law of attraction itself and how, how does, how, how do you attract into your life that which you want? Now, I've, I've set up here abundance and the law of attraction and, of course, in action. The action side really is choice. You, 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 you need to make a choice. Bottom line is you need to make a choice, okay? So once you've made the choice, what happens? What, what actually happens once you've made a choice? How does the law of attraction really, really work? Well, I'm going to be straight up and down and say, I don't actually know part one side of it. I know one side of it, but the other side I don't know. And I really don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know how an organism is formed out of the air. I don't understand that. I don't know that. What I do know is what we do. We need to know what we have to do. We need to know um, to the best of our ability that being conscious of what we do creates an energetic force. So anyway, that being said, take a look at the, at the uh, universal law of attraction. And guys, again, I need, you to be, I need you to understand clearly that the law of attraction is a part of the laws of attraction. Many people say the law of attraction and think that's it. It's not. By your thoughts, words, actions, deeds that you attach, as Olivia said earlier, you attach feeling to. You create laws for yourself. You create laws that are unique to you. The laws are malleable, which means they are bendable, they are moldable, and they do this for you. But the law is resolute and it's absolute in what it does. So that being said, the law of attraction, what is it when? The law of attraction is a conduit for the direction of magnetic energy. Okay? Guys, the law of attraction is a conduit for the direction of magnetic energy. You have the universal law of magnetism, although we're not really talking about that today, but we have the universal law of magnetism, and that is it. The universal law is a conduit for the direction of man magnetic energy. Magnetic energy is engaged by your focused desire on or for something you want in your life. This could be health, wealth, car, home, relationships. It doesn't matter what it is. It's that focused desire, that focus, that 
intention and attention that you put somewhere. That creates that magnetic pull. The nature of the universal, the nature of the universal law of attraction guides this energy in the most expedient way. Okay, and funny enough, somebody asked me about this. Um, there was a meme I posted about the universal law and magnetism. And I posted that today. Do I have this on the paper, on my paper here? Let's have a quick scan. Uh, no, I can't remember what I posted, but I posted, I posted a meme. It was first thing, one of the first things I posted this morning. And um, my girlfriend's husband um, hit, hit back and he said, because he's an engineer. I mean, he's a serious engineer at that. And he came back. With a talking about magnetism, but from a um, from a scientific standpoint, which led me to actually think about what I was saying, which was really good, because I because I answered him, I answered him because he said he doesn't understand, and I, I and I answered him. So I said I said it this way: the nature of the universal the nature of the universal law of attraction guides this energy, this magnetic energy. In, in the most expedient way. People, places, and things will be moved and galvanized for us to have what we want. But that being said, think of the universal law of attraction in this way. Think of it like, a wa- like water in a pipe. When you turn on the tap or you turn on the faucet, the water comes to you via a pipeline. Yet there is more going on than just, than just water running through a pipe. Behind the scenes are pumps and filters, chemicals, storage, collection, testing, tasting, um, the type of pipe that need, it needs to be running, the whole nine yards, and the list goes on. Well, the same thing is very, very true when we are manifesting, when we are using universal energy, when we are using energy with the desire of something to come into form, or when we are using energy so that the thing that we, that we are wanting that is unseen can become seen. The law of attraction harnesses and harmonizes everything that is needed for your manifestation to be realized. The universal law of attraction acts like a pipeline in which all creative energies can flow. Magnetism in regard to conscious manifestation and the universal laws are a part of the creative energy process. And it has to be harnessed, um, harmonized, and directed, not just because it's it's magnetic. Not because it has a magnetic pull does it, do, do, does it mean that, you know, it doesn't need to be contained or it doesn't need to be set in a specific um, direction or it, it, or it doesn't need to be set with an intention. With all other laws to fulfill your desired realization, they need a pipeline of which to flow. The pipeline is 
the universal law of attraction. And the universal law of attraction actually comes with the foundation of about 17 laws. We've upped them since we first started. We said 14, including um, not having people tell you what it is that you should do. But there are about 17 or 18 laws that literally come as a, that, you know, it comes already programmed. And this is one of the reasons why people talk about the universal law of attraction. And most people have it down to um, gratitude, visualization, gratitude, visualization. Those are the two main ones that come, come to the top of my head when they're talking about the universal law of attraction and perhaps love. But there's so much more than just that. And again, the actual function, the functionality of the universal law of attraction is to act as a conduit for the direction of the magnetic energy that runs through every law that's out there, known to man, not known to man, for the laws that you create and make. There is a magnetism, and really and truly, magnetism is all about um, whatever you want, whatever you want here on this side because of what you do, the thing that you do in order for the universal creator, known to me as God or whomever your chosen deity is, whatever floats your boat, so that that attraction can go to the place where creation has taken place or is taking place, whatever works for you, and that thing can come back. This is the law of attraction. And when you can understand, again, how the laws function, it will enable you to utilize them to the best of their ability. It will, it, it will truly allow you to utilize them to the best of, to the best of um, your ability. So Liz, did that make sense? That's actually really quite important that it made sense. Yeah, it made sense to me. Yeah, I, I yeah, I understood it definitely. <laughs> she laughed. I'm actually looking for. I'm looking for this the the other thing that I wrote, but I can't find that quite yet. Let's see. It might be in here. Um, bear with me, guys. Uh, you know what? Life happening for you. What's the date today? 31st. No, yeah, 31st. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's the 31st. No, that's okay, darling. Right, okay, guys. So it's vitally important. It's it's vitally important, I think, that moving, moving forward, that you have an understanding of what it is that you're working with. It's vitally important. Um. If you if you have been able to manifest, if you've been able to to manifest, and it's been a little a little hit and miss for you, what this tells you, or what it may tell you, is that to a certain degree you have a certain understanding, or you have a certain passion. You, 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 you've got something. But by the fact that you're not able to do this um, on, on a, um, 
That's what I was looking for. I found it. You're not able to do this on a continuous basis. Notwithstanding, as I said, don't confuse your manifestation happening and not happening with everything being cupcakes and roses, cupcakes and cream, you know, peaches and cream. Don't confuse that. So you should be able to manifest on a continuous basis all the time. You really should. We all should. One of, one of the places where we actually do fall short is we're always trying to put our emotional spin on everything. You know, from, from the household pets to the stuffed toys to the wild animals to inert, inert, inert objects. We're always trying to put this, our emotional, our, you know, stop it. Stop it. It's a stuffed toy. It's not Chucky. <laughs> it's a stuffed <laughs> toy. Yeah? Having emotional feelings about something doesn't mean it feels that way about you. And many people have had that experience with human beings. That you do have, let me phrase it this way, the fact that you do have an emotional pull, you do have a relationship, and that thing has to have a relationship with you. Even if something is called inert, or it doesn't have any movement, or according to people, doesn't have any emotion, that's not true. And I know that I've said this before about um, when I cut the tree down in my front yard because it wasn't, it wasn't actually planted correctly. And because I didn't know anything about trees, I wasn't able to say to the guys who you know, built the house that you need to dig deep and put this tree in so the roots will go way down. We also need to make sure that it's watered way down so the roots don't come up and start trying to go into the, the sewer system to get water. That tells you how intelligent things are. Anyway, yeah. Um, I can't even remember what I was going to say about that. I've just, I've just gone. No, I felt, I felt really guilty. And I was going out for a walk and I said to the tree, I'm really sorry. And I'm sure the tree said, mm, you, Wendy. <laughs> and, and, the ho- and the horse you rode in on too and the car you drove in, in here too. And I felt so, I felt really guilty. I really did. I really, really did. It's sentient. Everything is sentient. Everything. From the rock to the whatever, it, 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 it all is. So where I'm going with this, where I was actually going with this, guys, because, again, I've digressed. In understanding the universal law of attraction, it's really important to take into consideration that we are, as we said earlier, continuously making laws for ourselves through our words, thoughts, and actions. So it's vitally important you're very vigilant regarding your thoughts as with feelings attached. They create the world. If you look at your world, if you look at your macrosphere, you are seeing your thoughts in living, breathing reality. The blueprint of your life, and by that I mean what you are here for, your purpose, can truly be impacted or the outcome of your, of your requests and your desires can be, outcome, can, can be impacted. And so, guys, there are, as I said, 17 laws that make up the actual foundation of the law of attraction. 
And all of these are laws. The law of attraction, again, by itself, in its, in its essence, is a pipeline. No, I'm sorry, that's, that's the wrong phrase. It, it guides energy. It's a conduit. So the law of attraction in itself is a conduit for the direction of magnetic energy. Magnetic energy is the thing that will bring that which you want to you. So the law of attraction, I've got 17 laws here. Let me see, Liz, I need to, because I'm not on the thing here. Right. Um, We've got 17, 17 laws. But it's not only these laws. It's not limited. You can add whatever. You can take away whatever. This is all about you and what it, what feels right. The one law that is a constant, the one law that is a constant is, number one, the universal law of choice and or free will. This is a binding and irrevocable contract between you and the universe that initiates all that we do in life. And the contract is simple. Whatever we do or don't do is a choice. The contractual agreement states we are bound by ownership, responsibility, and accountability for all that we do and don't do. Law is resolute. You come here with this so that you can do what it is that you want in life. You've got the universal law of command, the universal law of action, the universal law of return. You have the universal law of consciousness. It's about our awareness of possibilities and opportunities and, you know, become cognizant of this. We've got the universal law of divine, divine flow. You know, it's about living in the moment and being in the flow. You've got the universal law of order, which is not on this, but you have the universal law of order. You have the universal law of forgiveness. Guys, if you, if you don't forgive, and this is a huge one. Forgiveness is huge. Many, many a person's stumbling block, many a person's stumbling block in getting what they want in life, whether they are consciously using the universal laws or law of attraction, has been the fact that they have not set themselves free. If you are not free, there's no space for anything else to come in. There's no room. Forgiveness gives freedom. Freedom creates space. You have the universal law of love. And, you know, many people are stuck on the thing that love transmutes everything. And it is the law of transmutation. But that being said, there are things that, you know, if, if, if you don't forgive, it negates the ability to love. You have the law of magnetism. And although we haven't really spoken about this law, this law unifies with our intention or the intention of our essence or energy, energy of that which we are wanting to attract into our lives that has already been made in creation. Ain't nothing new under the sun. The universal law of manifestation, you know, it, that, that gets whatever we've magnetized and it brings it into tangible or physical form. Discipline, this is another thing that I think is a true stumbling block for people is discipline. There are certain laws I personally feel that will um, that support you in going the distance. 
And the universal law of discipline is it. Keep doing what you're doing as long as you're doing it right. Keep doing what you're doing until such time that the manifestation has taken place. See, truth, belief, faith, imagination is a huge one that we'll be doing. And, of course, the universal law of balance, which Olivia had spoken about earlier. Let no one tell you what your journey must reflect or what your reality is. That's, that's the no-no. And, of course, I put the universal law of attraction. And the, the law of attraction, by its nature, it is simply a magnetic force. Or, actually, that should say it simply houses the magnetic force of the other laws. So, guys, understanding that the universal law of attraction is an amalgamation of many laws. Its foundation is amalgamation of many laws. Its sole function is to direct and harmonize magnetic energy. And magnetic energy is the energy, once you believe it, and you say you want to receive it, and you can feel it, that creates a magnetic energy that goes out in the most expedient way to give you what it is that you want. So, Liz, did that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. In its entirety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing really that I could add, you know. It's, um, I don't know. I don't know. I suppose for me it's kind of, I suppose I'm, it's self-explanatory. Does that sound really patronizing? I don't mean it to be. I, I can't no. think of anything. No. No. No, it, guys, it, it's, it, you know, I don't think this is hard work. Mm. I just think that it is, uh, and if I say arduous, that's not even right, but. It's, it's, it's like a dedication, it's, isn't it? You can be dedicated there to you go, it. That's a nice word. That's a wonderful word. That's a wonderful word. It, it's being dedicated. So it's not hard work. It's being dedicated. And, and that, I, I think, uh, and I have to say, you know, I'm really good, you know, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we drop off. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And then when I'm good, when I'm good, I see it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I'm good, I, I mean, I mean, I see it and it's happening and it's this and it's that. And then, you know, you get up in the day and you say, shall we, we'll do it tonight. And then <laughs> you're sitting down watching America's Got Talent or something. And it's like, oh, what's the time? Oh, my God, I've got to go to bed. And there, there it goes. Mm. And then something will jog you. Something will talk to your, you know, like your intuition will say something and you'll be like, but weird, what is going on? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, if, if you journal, you look back and you'll be like, well, I haven't done that since, oh, it's December. Mm. I, I did that in January the last time. Oh, my God. My God, can you believe a year has gone by? <laughs> and then you're off on a, or I'm off on another bloody tangent about how much time I've wasted and another year has gone. And if I'd been doing this, Yada, 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 yada. So, guys, what... No, seriously. So, guys, what I'm saying to you is dedication. And that's a really good word. Be dedicated. Dedicate yourself to what it is that you want. 
You know, when, when, when I hear, um, uh, let's see, who can I use? Sir Richard Branson, um, I, I don't know, the late Michael Jackson, whoever, you know, some of these people who are in the spotlight, um, when I hear them talk, they're dedicated. They don't care whether they're in a lawsuit. They don't care whether they're in hospital. They don't, they're dedicated. They live it. They breathe it. And as a result, they are it. And the universe, universal creator, which is them, believe it or not, the universe has to manifest that onto their screen of space. And so it is with you. So it is with you. What I am guided to say right before we finish up is simply this. One of the things that um, you had said before, Liv, mm-hmm. and let's see if I can pull this up. One of the things that you had said earlier on in the show is this, and this is actually the universal law of balance, and this is really important. Let no one tell you what your journey must reflect or what your reality is. When we allow our wishes and desires to be... Ta- and you actually wrote this. This was you who wrote this, Liv. When, do you remember writing this? No. <laughs> you know, remember, all right. The universal law of balance and what you had written was allow no one to tell you what your journey, what your journey must reflect or what your reality is. When we allow our wishes and desires to be tainted by thoughts and feelings of others, then we give our power of attraction away. Nobody knows what your spiritual journey must encompass, nor the divine design of it or how it should be completed by you. And so it's really important to understand. And why I was reading that is simply because this, the, the front portion of it is very, very true. This particular part of what you had written lives, you give away your power of attraction. You give away your ability to magnetize and mesmerize and do what it is that you need to do so you can attract into your life that which you want. Balanced in all things is good. Balance in all things is good. So you don't remember writing that? Oh my gosh, what is that? Sorry, Wendy. Um, can you hear that? You okay? You right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no, I, I don't remember, right. You know, sometimes, sometimes when I used to write things, but I didn't know. Yeah, I know. And I, I read it back again, I think, did I write that? And sometimes that. I think I'm, yes, so, I'm so in the moment that it's so, just like, mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't say it's automatic writing because I'm very cognitively, cognitively aware of what I'm writing. But when I go back sometimes, I think, okay, wow, that's interesting. You know, um, and it's a bit like doing the show, you know, there are so many things that come to me, you know, just sitting, you know, I'll be listening to you talk mm-hmm, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, something you're like, oh, all about this. And, you know, you'll say that. And I think you do mm-hmm. the same, like we bounce off of each other. And, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. And a lot of times I think um, I really need to listen <laughs> more to the show to the show than yeah. I do. Yes. Because there yeah. are sometimes I, I know I... For myself, for just for me, no, I'm not talking about for anyone else, but there are things that I could definitely, that, that would be brilliant for me to implement in my life. But sometimes I say them yeah. and there's so much information coming in that 
once I've said it, I go on to the next thing. I mean, it's a prime example. You yeah. know, you, you say to me, oh, oh what were you going to say? And it's like, I can't remember because I'm thinking about oh, something gone. else. Yeah, about something else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And that's something that I said I'm going to start actually doing is taking time out to listen to shows, especially if there's pings, if, the, if, if, if I've heard stuff and I'm like, oh, my God, um, mm. what, what, what did she say? Because I'm always trying to remember, you know. Mm. I'm like, what mm. did she say? And when I do that, that like, like, like this show, I need, to, I need to listen to it. I actually mm. need to listen to it. I need to listen to it. So, Liz, is there anything else that you'd like to offer before we, we wrap up? Uh, no, sweetheart, no. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. All right. Mm. Well, you've been listening to an episode of uh, My Life, My Choice, and we've been talking about abundance and the law of attraction in action. My name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. Yes, that's Olivia. London, UK. <laughs> okay, guys. No, all right. Love you guys. Love you, sis. Thanks. Love and too. we will be back next week. All being well. Okay, until next week. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.